Life is a journey, and the fourth section of the Psalms, known as the Numbers Psalms, show us the goodness and guidance of God along that journey. If we want to move forward, we must look up. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we open the Word of God and find direction for the road of life. We are living in a generation where people want to erase history. They completely want to rewrite the history books. And then those who don't do that are content to simply ignore history. Someone aptly said that those who do not learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Well, friend, history is important. History holds for us great lessons and truth about God. We've come in our study to Psalm 105. Psalm 105 is one of the great historical psalms. Now, it's 45 verses long. We can't study it all in the few moments we have together. I would challenge you to read it for yourself. Uh, but suffice it to say, it is filled with a history of Israel. I mean, it goes all the way back to the beginning, as you'll see in just a moment, and comes forward and shows all that God did for them and in them and through them. It begins this way, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, call upon His name, make known His deeds among the people, Sing unto Him, sing psalms unto Him, talk ye of all His wondrous doings. Glory ye in His holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. And do you see, we're to talk to ourselves, we're to talk to God, we're to talk to others. We're to rehearse all that God has done in the past uh, to ourselves, to others, and to the Lord in praise. I love verse 4. He says, Seek the Lord and His strength. Seek His face evermore. And then he says in verse 5, remember. Notice the connection between seeking his face evermore and remembering his marvelous works that he hath done. In other words, your future depends on it. Your future depends on your history. Uh, your, your moving forward depends on you understanding what God has already done. You, you can't advance if you fail to remember. So remember his marvelous works that he hath done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. O ye seed of Abraham, his servant, ye children of Jacob, his chosen. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. And then he begins to walk through this history. And each part of the history tells us something about God. I remember years ago someone saying to me that history, if you take the word and break it apart, is really his story. That's right. It is the story of the great God at work in the lives of people. So what do we learn from history? Verse 8 he hath remembered his covenant forever, the word which he commanded to a thousand generations, which covenant he made with Abraham and his oath unto Isaac, and confirmed the same unto Jacob for a law and to Israel for an everlasting covenant. First of all, our history reminds us that our God is a God of covenant. He is a God who makes promises and always keeps them. He always fulfills what he foretells. You can trust him. It is impossible for God to lie. Three times... Three times in three verses, he uses this word covenant. He is the covenant God. Certainly, he made a covenant with Israel. We have come as New Testament Christians into his new covenant. Aren't you glad for the covenant that God has made with believers that we enter into through the Lord Jesus Christ? So, if you forget history, you're going to forget his covenant. He goes on in verse 11, saying, Unto thee will I give the land of Canaan, the lot of your inheritance, when they were but a few men in number, yea, very few, 
and strangers in it. When they went from one nation to another, from one kingdom to another people, he suffered no man to do them wrong. Yea, he reproved kings for their sake, saying, Touch not mine anointed, and do my prophets no harm. So history reminds us not only of his covenant, history reminds us of his mercy, of his grace, that God would take a few people, just a few people, a handful of people. God said, I didn't bless you because you were big. I blessed you because I'm big. Now, what do we have here? We have a few people, but a great God. Can I tell you that a few people and a great God can impact the entire earth? What a difference when God identifies himself with his people and his people identify with him. History reminds you of that. And then verse 16, Moreover, he called for a famine upon the land. He broke the whole staff of bread. He sent a man before them, even Joseph, who was sold for a servant, whose feet they hurt with fetters. He was laid in iron until the time that his word came. The word of the Lord tried him. The king sent and loosed him, even the ruler of the people, and let him go free. He made him lord of his house and ruler of all his substance to bind his princes at his pleasure and teach his senators wisdom. What do we see here? History reminds us of God's wisdom. Not only of his, his covenant, not only of his mercy and grace, but now of his wisdom. Study history, my friend. Be a student of history because students in history must acknowledge that there is an all-wise God who is at work. History will show you that people are not always wise. In fact, many times people make very dumb decisions. But God, God is the all-wise God. Wise enough to send a famine right on time. Wise enough to send Joseph to Egypt ahead of the rest of the nation. Wise enough uh, to bring all of this plan to pass. I've marked in my Bible in verse 19 the phrase, until the time that his word came. Do you remember Ecclesiastes 3 says that God makes everything beautiful in His time? God's timing is always perfect. There's a moment when God speaks. He's always working, but there's a moment when God speaks, the Word comes. God makes it plain. God opens the door. As surely as He opened Joseph's prison door, He'll open the door for you. You can trust Him. Study history and see that the God who is always wise knows exactly what He's doing right now. You come to verse 23. Israel also came into Egypt, and Jacob sojourned in the land of Ham. And he increased his people greatly, and he made them stronger than their enemies. You remember just a few verses ago, they were few in number, very few. But now they're so increased, they've become so great, they are stronger than their enemies. History reminds you of God's power. Oh, my friend, study history. Study his story because in it, you're going to see God at work. The all-wise, all-present, all-powerful God moving and working. And friend, I want to tell you on the authority of the Word of God today that if you're a child of God, He has also made you stronger than your enemies. 1 John 4, 4 says, Greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. I love the words of the prophet in 2 Kings six sixteen. They that be with us are more than they that be with them. In other words, the Lord is greater than every enemy that you come against. In the rest of this passage, he deals with Egypt. Uh, he shows the demonstration of God's power. You know, the Egyptians had 80 deities, at least 80 deities. And they were all connected with, with different things, the Nile, the land, the sky. And do you know what you find when you read the story in Exodus? When you read the record of the plagues, and then when you read this historical psalm, Psalm 105, you find that each of them is inferior to the one true and living God. God is greater. A friend, don't lose your history. Don't try to rewrite the history. Don't miss the message of history because in history, 
you see the God of covenant. You see the God of mercy and grace. You see the God of all wisdom and you see the God of all power. I'm glad to tell you today, that's my God. The psalm ends this way. In verse number 44, He gave them the lands of the heathen and they inherited the labor of the people that, here's God's great purpose, they might observe His statutes and keep His laws. Praise ye the Lord. Do you know what history should cause us to do? Two things. Number one, it should cause us to obey Him. In other words, a God so great is worthy of our submission, our surrender, our obedience. Just do what God tells you to do today. In the present tense, the God of history is at work today. Obey Him right where you are. And then it should also lead us to praise Him. Praise ye the Lord. History ought to lead you to worship. A study of history ought to lead you to be in awe of God. Would you pause today and just say to the Lord, Lord, thank you that you have worked and you are working. Make up your mind today that the God who is ruled and overruled in history will be your God. Obey Him and praise Him. And you'll see the blessing of God in your life today. At every twist and turn in life, God's Word provides direction to make right decisions. We pray that God will continue to guide your life and that you will continue to follow Him. Visit scottpauley.org to download your copy of A Ready Reference of the Psalms, listen to full-length Bible messages, read helpful articles, and access many other resources. We look forward to studying the Bible with you on the next Enjoying the Journey.